naturally it does it we does. don't want to sell the dream that we came into it hot it's a process right. y'all right. still gonna listen regardless it's true it's true so today what we got what we got for the for the gang we talking decent and marrow the breakup of the bodega Ugh. hive Ugh. 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 shit shit still kind of hurt but whatevs we gonna talk about it we gonna talk about kind of republicans yet again fucking shit up in terms of voting against things that most people would say hey we should kind of codify into law um we're gonna talk about monkeypox which again did not think it was this crazy or this you know eminent the danger of it but it is especially because you know we just had covid and now we got monkeypox as an issue we'll get into it and I think last, we're going to talk about some spooky shit. We're going to talk about some ghost stories. And what do we think about ghosts? Have we had any experiences? Mm-hmm. And we're going to get into like each of our stories and see. Um, let's talk about ghosts. Let's talk about ghosts, baby. Let's talk about All right. you. And- All right. Okay. All right. So who's spilling the tea on Deezus and Mero? Who's spilling the tea? <laughs> okay. So. I mean, I'm going to jump into this real hot. I'm going to jump into this real hot. So, as we know, Desus and Mero, the Bodega Boys, the fathers of the Bodega Hive, have unexpectedly, I think, I mean, I from, from social media, just kind of mm-hmm. broke up within the last two weeks. Like, mid, like mid-season. Like mid-season. Like, out the cut. like on a mid-season break. And then just, yeah. you know what? We're done. We're over. Um, there have been multiple reports, articles, Reddit threads on why they broke up. Now, for me personally, this hurts because I used to listen to them when they were kind of on complex and then were mostly podcast. I even went to go see them at the Hulu theater at MSG when they did a live show. One of the funniest live shows ever. Like, Meryl was completely lit off the henny, just talking any shit. Hilarious, hilarious. But back to what happened with the breakup. A lot of people said it's been creative differences. Uh, Desus is more of the behind the scenes. Meryl's kind of the energy, the comedic break. This morning, I read another article that allegedly... Their manager, their longtime manager from way back when was a piece of shit. He would treat the staff like shit, the people on the show, like as if he was the talent, which, you know, that's a whole nother discussion of does the manager can be considered a kind of a talent and have that kind of power? Apparently. Um, Desus was ready to let him go and say, well, you're an asshole. You're fucking our bag up. Deuces. Uh, Meryl wanted the, I believe that hood mentality of, you know, loyalty till it goes sour. And allegedly that's really, that's it. That's what kind of gut punched the breakup, this perceived loyalty over a manager. 
Now, for me, I am not going to get over this. I thought it was a joke. I still hope it's a fucking joke. It's like, ha-ha, we're stirring up social media. We'll be back with the rest of the season. One can hope. Um, I'm personally affected by this. Still sad. They were, they were just like, also the whole story of they were high school, not friends, but they knew each other in high school. They were like, yo, they met on They buddies Twitter. from the hood. They're buddy from the hoods, yeah. You know, just some hood homies making it. At least that's how I see it. And I love that kind of story. But what do y'all think about the situation, the breakup, and where do you see them going? For me, I think Desus might have more commercial success as maybe a host or I can see him mm-hmm. doing like a YouTube series where he maybe goes exploring, traveling. He's a single dude. Marrow, on the other hand, I, I don't know where he goes from here. Does he go the podcast route? Does he? I can't really see him as a host for anything. That's not really his vibe. But again, I want to know what you guys think about it because I don't know. I'm shook. I really did not see this coming. Not from two homies. I thought we'd be friends forever. But I guess that's that's Hollywood, yeah. right? I don't know. It's it's. I yeah. mean, uh, um, so also obviously doing the digging, right? Because we're all FBI agents when it comes to the T. Certified, certified. But yeah. a little more detail there is, you know, you broke it down, Flacco. It was all over this manager, the treatment of you know staff on on site, on set, etc. So Desus sided with Showtime. It was Showtime who originally wanted to dismiss their manager because of the the tomfoolery, you know. And Desus sided with Showtime, and uh, Mero sided with the manager, like you said, hood mentality. I just like for me, if I was to put myself in this position, like let's say the three of us made it big, right, and we somehow are on Showtime, and first for some reason we have like some kind of external manager, like. For me, like, I don't know that we would need an external manager. I feel like we manage ourselves pretty well. But if there was somebody who was, like, fucking with our money and not knowing how to act, like, it's not about, yeah, it's not really about loyalty at this point. Because loyalty to me is having a conversation with this dude, addressing the bullshit, giving them a chance to, you know, fix it. And if they don't fix it, then it's just like, oh, so you you're fucking with my livelihood and I already had a conversation with you about it. So we're gonna have to be grown and you're gonna have to you're gonna have to dip. Like that's it. Like if you can't be respectful, like that's the thing. Like a lot of times I think about mad people from the hood and like we we all grew up in the hood, right? And don't get me wrong, like I I just feel like personally like there's a time and place like for everything. And I'm not saying that we need to necessarily code switch. It's not about code switching at all, which for those of you who don't know, it's like feeling like, for example, you could talk like a ghetto ass Puerto Rican because you're with other ghetto ass Puerto Ricans. But a second a white person comes in the room, you switch up like just because you feel like that's the safest move to make. Like it's not about code switching at all. For me, it's about respect. Like this is like an employer. I'm not saying that you got to drop your roots like you're like your your personality you don't have to do any any of that what's most important is to be respectful though period like you could still be a hood nigga and be respectful like you can it's not hard and it's just like be nice to people it's not hard like for what like do you know what I mean like that that's the shit that really began on my nerves it's just like damn you that's how you were raised like and who knows maybe somebody was raised like that but it's just like let's use our brains here 
this is a crazy opportunity and at like literally anybody would know that like that's crazy it's showtime money it's showtime showtime money. money and he was definitely getting a cut if he was the manager that's what i'm saying like isn't it ironic though like you're you're the manager and your main job is to look out for the best interests of your of the people that you're managing right and then you're you're actually just being a detriment to them which sucks man and and the whole code switching thing i wanted to piggyback off of that like i it's such a silly idea it's such a silly idea to like get called out for code switching but you made it out like you made it out you know sometimes you gotta adapt you gotta live and learn and with these guys man i don't i don't see these and samara like succeeding without each other because they, they feed off each other's energy even when they started off in the podcast when they were on vice and then evidently you know all that hard work and then them doing creating their own content like brought them to showtime so i i can't see i can't see Jesus like even though Jesus is the brains and and you know the planning behind everything i still can't see him like doing it bigger than what they already have and the path that they're going together and the, i mean the same can be said for mero like maybe they can prove me wrong but it just sucks it just man feels petty. it sucks it, feels it, it sucks it, it's that it's that whole hood mentality like you said like being loyal to people that like just because you grew up with them or just because like y'all y'all made it out together it's like nah bro like the whole point of it is we're trying to get this bag and if you fucking up that mission like you can't you can't ride along that's what i'm saying it I, I don't know from my perspective i feel like a manager i shouldn't be hearing about your manager at all right. i should not they should i should hear nothing negative back your background you're helping me tie up business plans sign contracts promote myself like that's on you yeah i don't understand where all right you have this certain way of working hey guess what you're working with showtime now multi-million dollar company like take that pride shit you may have thinking you're this that and a third shove that shit to the side if you could do it alone without showtime you would have but you didn't Y'all saw Showtime as an opportunity, and now you fumbling that shit because your manager is an asshole, and you want to sit by and be like, "Yeah, that's cool, that's fine." Because let's be honest, the, the company you keep reflects. So if if you know if Meryl thinks, "Yeah, I'm gonna keep it because he's loyal. I knew him from X," but he's a piece of shit to people who are helping you yeah. create a show. So what's that saying about you as a person? What are your that, values? And nothing is doing? guaranteed. Nothing is guaranteed, and nothing is is permanent. Like. Just like I could, I could see this manager being like, "Oh, it's Jesus and Mero. They not, you know, they're not gonna do shit. Like they money makers." And it's just like, bro, no, like loyalty is not something that exists in that business. Do you know what I mean? It like Showtime, doesn't. like Showtime don't need Jesus and Mero to make money. Like they don't. They got is it? Yeah. They got. They, they, they got, got they, everything in the bag. Guaranteed. Yeah, they guarantee. That's not the only like source of money. And it's not like they're, yes, they had their own late night show, but it it wasn't as if that was like their number one kind of talent that they're pushing. Now, to hop back on the point you were making, B, about, you know, future success, they're never going to top the Bodega Boys as, as no. you know, I, and no. I hate to like kind of put a cap on people's outcome or potential, but the Bodega Hive is huge. Yeah. People know the brand. Yep. Without it, what what do you have? You know, Mara's a, a family man who lives in Jersey now. Yeah. 
but who's he going to bounce his energy off of? He needs someone else to bounce energy off of. Like he's very much a, you, you, you jump a topic up. We're going to talk shit about it. I got a story connected to this or he got characters that he does. And then you got Desus. He's more of a, you know, keep it organized. I'm going to do this, that, and the third. I don't know. I'm just very kind of bitter I, as a fan. I'm just bitter. It's like, is this dead ass what broke y'all up? Like y'all some on some old head shit now. Like what? Over loyalty, go, dog. Like oh, let, that let sh- that man go, bro. That's a that's a dumbass like mentality. That's a, that's a dumb move. It's a bad. His move. manager would have made it so anyway. Dumb, Look at that resume. Oh, I, I was the manager for DC's and Mero for X amount of years. He could have got another job managing another group. He's not a fucking team. manager. He a leech, man. He's a fucking leech. That's now I want to know honestly is is this manager now just you know Mero's manager since you wanted to die on that hill is is he a, is he a manager now is that the person you put in charge of everything Yep I don't know It just yep. if, if you know to kind of curtail the conversation toward the end I just think that Meryl's never going to apologize again he's kind of the still has the that that mentality like no nah, fuck that I wasn't wrong I said what I said. If you ain't like it, oh fucking well. I can see that yep. being an outcome. Tough, man. It's tough. They really fumbled the bag over somebody who really ain't part of the act. I don't even know who he looked like. Yeah. Just just put a fucking knife in it. Yep. So I guess yep. this is a one time in the chat rip to the Bodega Boys for now. I don't want to say rip. Not yet. For now. Hopefully they pull like an undertaker and they just and they just pop up. I'm, that's my yeah, hope. I mean, I guess we'll see. Y'all but, don't sound optimistic. That shit hurt my feelings. I'm, I'm going to keep just, it a buck with y'all. Yeah, I mean, I'm not going to lie. Like, I feel like it feels final, especially like the way that this came up in November and what it's what month are we in? It's July and they they literally just stopped midseason. Like that shit not coming back. It's also a bad look. And if I were Showtime, I'd be like, nah, I'm all good. Oh no, if I was Showtime, I'd be fuck y'all. Oh no, Showtime cut show again. Mid mid season they cut that shit. Showtime fucking done. Yep. yep Sorry yep. though. Sorry. But that's all it's right. It's not all right. But I'm gonna keep saying it. Let's uh let's move on to some current events. Rapid fire. Boom, boom, so. Boom, 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 boom. First, I'm going to start out with like the more technical stuff. We talked in our last episode about what codifying something into law means. Uh, So in the latest episode of American politics, the House passed (laughs) a bill to codify the right to contraception. In other words, access to birth control, condoms, et cetera, to prevent unwanted pregnancies. Um. That passed in the House, which is controlled by the Democrats. Let me be clear. The Senate is also controlled by the Democrats, but they're not doing shit with it. Um, And then uh, there's been a push to codify the right to um, same-sex marriage and interracial marriage. Um, And wouldn't you know it? Wouldn't (laughs) you know it? 157 Republican politicians voted against it, which is interesting because there their argument is that they're trying to honor the traditional definition of marriage yet several of the republicans who voted against same-sex marriage because of the quote honor have been married several times have cheated several times on multiple spouses and 
honestly, what's really funny is that they likely have had unwanted pregnancies due to the infidelity. And, you know, I, I kind of think it's hard to imagine that they didn't have access to abortion or contraceptives. Uh, <laughs> like, or This is just another hole in American history of what the fuck is going on. Mm-hmm. And a lot of those Republicans are black and brown people voting against their own self-interest, where a lot of them have a white mm-hmm. partner and are part of an interracial marriage. Mm-hmm. I, you know, this also goes along with the argument I've been seeing on TikTok, because unfortunately I do get some political stuff on TikTok. I usually try to keep that as my safe space, but it leaks in of where their main argument is, oh, I don't have anything against interracial or gay marriage. I just want the government to stay out of our lives, out of, I want the state. Oh to my God. Like, what the fuck are people, if people say that argument, that they want a separation of the federal and the state. It's bullshit. It's bullshit. Bro, are you talking about the dude who goes around the white dude and he's just like, yeah, so what do you think? <laughs> like, he'll like go to like a Trump rally or some shit like that. And he's just like, so so what do you think? Like, should the government like be mandating blah, blah, blah? No, it's my body, my choice. I shouldn't have to take a COVID vaccine just because the government wants me to. And then the dude Weird. will be like, oh, so... So you're okay with abortions now being illegal in most states. Yeah, because that's a baby's right to life. And it's just like, okay, so you don't, my body, my choice when it comes to you, but when it comes to women, it's just like, no, like it's not their body and it's, it's not their choice. Like the, the, the hypocrisy is like, it's, it's, it's something. It's like really scary. It's like, the the republicans are like, yeah yeah mm-hmm. it's like honestly there's this whole like argument of like the politically elite or whatever and that's how democrats view themselves like in comparison to republicans and i'm really not gonna hold you i do consider myself politically and mentally elite because i feel like every time i sit down and have a conversation with a republican or read an argument with a republican it's just like bro you are the dumbest motherfucker i had literally have ever seen like not nothing they say makes sense nothing nothing there's there's always holes in their argument like glaring logical holes in what they're saying and since the last episode we kind of touched about touched upon kind of the intersection of conservative politics and religion the more and more you just hear people talk and using religion as almost a stepping stone for political moves i'm like or kind of arguing that i hear this all democrats or liberals are taking uh are trying to take religion out of our country or religion no shit there is a separation of fucking church and state if you want to send your kid to Catholic school to learn that shit, feel free. Please don't. If you want to, do kid like that. If you want to be conservative, if you want to be a fundamentalist when it comes to the Bible, I mean, side note, the Bible talks more about the the ills of divorce than homosexuality. But you know, that's just you know, we'll just comb over it like most people do. Keep that shit separate. Stop making it bleed in. And again, your point of the eliteness, like we're smart people. We'll say it. Let that 
we're going to brush our eagles. We're smart people. We understand basic mm-hmm. levels of argument. We understand basic theories. Right. It's hard as a intelligent person to hear these Congress uh, people, people running for political office talk. And I just sit there like, yo, are you fucking kidding? Who's believing this shit? Who's eating this shit up? Because I'm like, like you, Rez, I'm like, yo, this, yo, you want some dickhead shit? Like, what? It's huh? infuriating, man. It's it's like infuriating and mind numbing. It's like I can't even waste the breath arguing with you. But then it's like I'm mad that I feel like I need to argue with you because I can't believe that you don't understand. Period. It's crazy. It's crazy. Y'all remember this is this is how I kind of view like arguments with like Republicans. Y'all remember that episode of SpongeBob when Man Ray was like trying <laughs> to help Patrick understand that it was his wallet. And he's just like, this has your picture, right? This has, you know, your ID. So this must be your wallet. And Patrick's like, that's not my wallet. That's literally straight that's up. Literally, the mindset of ninety-eight, probably ninety-nine percent of, of Republicans. It's like they they want to hold high this dumbass honor that was, I guess this 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 honor that was created by our by their forefathers and not my forefathers by their forefathers that were slave owners that, that were pieces of shit and then <laughs> and then go ahead and say like you know this is this is for christian rights or this is how god willed it but bro you're probably paying off hookers to top you off while you're married like come on now bro. I, I just can't I can't, I can't. Also, that was I a perfect, that was a yeah, perfect analogy. That made me for, think of, yeah, it made me think of another SpongeBob episode where SpongeBob and Patrick are like out in the wild and they each have a chocolate bar and Patrick <laughs> ate his chocolate bar and he's like raging yeah. about to fist fight SpongeBob. Like, you ate my chocolate bar. And SpongeBob's like, bro, like literally you, you ate your chocolate you bar. Just ate you, it. you did it. <laughs> now I'm going to starve. Yeah, like. But um, yeah. to, to, to kind of add, I think this is, again, a problem that comes out of having a two-party government. Democrats have to appeal to kind of us, and I'm going to say it, more intelligent people. It just is a fact. Most there, There's too many, you know, like red flags when it comes to certain, like, how can you be college educated? went to school what your parents bought you like a prep school education and then you still believe this stupid shit there's like an innate defense mechanism people have or this fear of other Mm -hmm. which i think has happens with the conservative republican side they have to appeal to a side that will let them win so let's appeal to the racist the sexist the super conservative side and shit they hit that gas 110 miles per hour Hell yeah, whatever y'all in rule, who gives a fuck Kentucky? Hell yeah, your beliefs will put them up here. I think this is just super problematic. Again, it's it's something we're going to continue to keep an eye on because I feel every day, every week, some news comes out and all three of us are just like, what the fuck? Like, how is this happening in 2022? This ain't 1902. They're saying 1922. To be honest, bro. All of this shit, like as we're talking about religion, like I am not a religious person. And I only say this because it's like a good segue into into talking about monkeypox. But like, I'm not going (laughs) to hold you. All of these 
like crazy ass news stories that keep coming up. It's really making me feel like we living in a real fucked up biblical time described in the Bible, like the fucking the plagues that hit that the hit Old Testament the shit. Yeah, the, <laughs> the plagues that hit the, the, the you know in Egypt. What I'm I'm like losing it's not the Jews, it was everybody but the Jews, the it Gentiles. Was it was Ethel. Whatever the fuck, you know, the Prince of Egypt, you know that movie? Classic. Surprisingly, not a Disney movie. It is DreamWorks. Excellent, excellent soundtrack. Mariah Carey and Whitney Houston on There Can Be Miracles. Damn, I didn't even know you was a fan like that of that movie. For real. Go ahead, talk that talk. Yo, it's a good-ass movie. (laughs) It's just part of the Red Sea, you know what I'm saying? He said, with the staff, boom, separated. Nah, but... I feel like we really are living in biblical times, which is mad scary because I'll be sitting here like, we don't even know who wrote the Bible. We don't know <laughs> if it's true, but I'm sitting here like, huh, COVID, this crazy weather, fucking monkey pox. And for those of y'all who have been living under a rock, fuck, man. monkey pox That's a great is- segue. The most that was a fucking one. Listen, it is the latest virus going around. It is a viral zoonotic infection. What does zoonotic mean? It means that it can spread from animals to humans, and it can also spread from person to person. So, monkeypox is kind of like you think. You think of chickenpox. Like some might some might have it mild. Others might be in more serious conditions and might need to go to the hospital. But it's essentially all these like bumps, like big ass mosquito bites. You know, when you get a mosquito bike and it's one of them nasty ones that like doesn't look like it has a center and it's just like a bump on your skin and it's itchy as fuck. Kind of like when a cat scratches you for no reason and that part of your skin kind of gets real itchy and inflamed. That's what a monkey pock looks like. Okay. And a lot of people were thinking that it was a sexually transmitted infection, like from uh, man on man sex. It turns out that, you know, it could spread just by touching someone else. So a lot of things people are saying is that, first of all, a vaccine might be able to help, but we all know how that's going to go down in rural America with the conservatives. One, two. Okay. We're also being recommended to wash clothes when you buy them from the stores before you wear them, just because I'm telling you, you try something on, you don't know who was trying that shit on. And me personally, I always like to take my size from the furthest spot in the rack all the way back. I'm just like, mm, it looked like people might've been touching this. Let me get the next one down. Just like, you know, it's like yeah. black people with cups and plates. Like you never get the one on top. Cause you don't know what been touching the top. You get one that's in the middle. And you still and wash it. it when you go home. You right, still you wash rinse it. it. You, yeah, you rinse it. You, you rinse the plates. You rinse the cups. You always do it, even if it's clean. Clean, even if it's clean. Oh yeah, what are y'all? What are y'all thinking on monkeypox? Do you think I'm crazy? Do you think we aren't living in biblical times? Argue with me because I'm telling you right now, we are. No, we I just mean, live you're in, right. <laughs> I mean, it should be fucked up. Let's keep it a buck. Shit is fucked up, and. You know, we're getting news. Something's always happening. It gets worse and worse by the days or we get a headline from the New York Times or on Twitter and we're just like, damn, for real, something else? So something else is added to this? One of the things with monkeypox that's scary is that I feel that everyone has been traumatized from COVID that I feel like anything coming afterward is just going to be kind of dismissed in a way or it's not going to be the forefront of, hey, we got to stop this, that, and the third, or we have to be preventative. Vaccines are going to work in this country. 
proven fact. It just won't. Um, it's scary because I saw someone with monkeypox kind of telling their story on YouTube and they had like these in like the sores were kind of in their skin or almost it looked like it was almost like a hole in their skin where it was just tearing up like the whatever is the virus was eating away at the skin and whatnot. So it's a little scary. Also, because I it's tough. Like I just call monkeypox. Like what? How? Did I touch someone's sweat? Was it when I was, you know, working out? Was it when I was playing ball? Was it a cup that didn't get washed when I thought it did? Did I drink off of somebody by accident? Shit's nuts. But Mm -hmm. I would say an interesting kind of thing that I just listened to. So I listened to Malcolm Gladwell's podcast, uh, Revisionist History. And he was talking about that in the Midwest back in the day, kind of like World War II times, that people in the Midwest had an uh, an iodine deficiency. Where do we see iodine the most now? In our soul. So during that time, they would develop these inflamed, um, kind of almost looking like tumors on their necks because of the lack mm-hmm. of iodine, because you need to be near water or your the soils uh, gets iodine in it and then our poultry or you know our animals that we eat they eat it so then we get iodine so many people in the midwest were getting kind of sick and getting these inflamed kind of tumors around their necks that they decided hey can we kind of put iodine and salt you couldn't even taste the difference between salt without iodine and with it now if you go to your store most of your salt is going to say iodized salt and that solved the problem. Could you imagine if we just said, yo, fuck it. We're going to put like the vaccine in like salt form, put it in something and just give it to the entire country and shit would like change. We wouldn't tell anybody. I heard that and I was like, holy shit, we did that before in this country. We're still doing it. Getting iodine in people's bodies. Very interesting. I also found out that a lot of people in America are anti needles. And that also drives the fact that no one wants to give vac- like a vaccine. They're like big, tough guys or you know, my, but you're just scared of a needle. And then they were talking about like, what if we just gave the vaccine in like a nasal form? Like you just, and consume it that way. Would that change people's things or cheat people's uh, perspectives? And I don't know, this just adds to the whole, are we here for the health of the greater good? Or are we just all about ourselves? I don't know, monkeypox just continues to rip open. Man, sometimes I just feel like people just like, want to be against getting something from the government just to say just to like be otherwise right but But they be like yo like i don't want them to put a tracker in me your phone is a tracker bro any device that connects (laughs) to the internet a tracker your your literal social security number is a tracker you are literally assigned a number at birth (laughs) so the government can follow your life from it's like literally from the day you were born to the day you die they know everything about you and i promise you a vaccine doesn't change that like it doesn't i'm over here looking for where i could get a monkey pox vaccine just because i just don't even want to have the, the chance like I, like any chances i want them gone period i can't tell you like that that whole like tracking thing is, is annoying because like side note at my job i with like one of the insurance perks that I offer to customers is there's this thing where we give them like a Bluetooth beacon and it connects to their phone and it tracks their driving habits so they can save money. So I try to mention it as like a discount purpose, but then 
the excuse is always like, oh no, I don't want a company tracking me. I don't want the government Google to know Maps where I'm at. Got your shit on lock. I'm like, and and so so my conversation, <laughs> my my rebuttal to them half the time is just like, do you have Facebook? Uh, yeah. Do you have so you have a smartphone? I'm assuming as well. Yeah, it's an iPhone. Okay, they know where you're at right now. Right now, as as we're talking on the phone, they, probably, they can even yeah, listen to the conversation. But listen, as someone who works in marketing, do you know how do you know how fucked up it is to target people? But like dead ass you know how like people are like oh i think my phone is listening to me because i never even looked this up but now i'm getting an ad for it that's not by accident your phone isn't listening to you what's happening is that let's say me and brian hang out brian is super into i don't know like what are those things called with the big heads those little toys Uh, pop figures yeah brian's super into pop figures okay Brian bids on pop figures all the time on his phone, on his home computer, whatever. I have literally never in my life Google searched for that. However, because of the geolocation of my devices, they see that Brian and I are connected via social media. We text a lot and I was literally sharing space with him. So advertisers are, oh, okay. So this person has a relationship with Brian. Brian is really into these into these pop, this, these pop toys. And now I'm gonna market this to this person because maybe they might wanna buy one because they are connected to Brian and that is one of Brian's interests. And that is just one Look little that. way that marketing companies are tracking you. Damn, like, that's so crazy. Yeah. I had no clue. That's crazy. I, just, I, didn't even I had know no that. clue it was that deep. No clue. Yeah, that's how it works. It's like you go, maybe like I fly home to Philly and my mom's favorite brand of toothpaste is AIM, which is like some non-name brand, John. But it's I was at home with my gone. mom. She was recent, recently... <laughs> searching for how she could get that in bulk and now i i fly back to boston new york wherever i live and now i'm getting ads for aim toothpaste because my mom has been searching for it and they could tell that that's something my mom is into like it's just comical to think people don't that we're like you have some type of real privacy the little terms and conditions that people never read all of that stuff like now the iphone is like allowing you to like go into apps and it's like ask app not to track like where was that before they only just started doing that with the most recent update like all of these apps these terms and conditions oh like signing up for an account for x brand all of your data is being tracked and shared that's why you get ads for shit that you maybe like we're talking about or you were searching somewhere else like that's why you're getting the ads in instagram from something that you were looking into on google period yeah facts because i ain't never read no terms and conditions i'm gonna be transparent first of all why they put the fucking font in like three like that shit is i'm not squinting to see that shit also Mm -hmm. google if you just want to like i know you have my cash app or my Venmo. if you just drop like ten dollars a month and be like yo this is for your data yo feel free i'd be cool with that because y'all making millions off my data anyway just slide me a little bit a little chump change Nothing crazy, just a little chump change. Just a little, just a little bit. If you're gonna use me, at least dine me a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, man. It's 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 something. It's just and there's also like different ways to like there are some brands, some video games like FIFA. I think it requires you to open the terms and conditions to accept them every time they update them. And that's like an effort to get people to read it, but people aren't reading it. They go into it, they scroll all the way down. And then they had I'm, I'm people. And that's on you. <laughs> it me. It me. That's yeah, me. Mr. I don't read the terms and conditions. That's me. 
Yeah, all this to say, we live in a biblical times, and I'm not looking forward to the next plague, and and that's the tea. I mean, we, hey, shit, we're simmering. I will say one thing about this heat. That shit really be fighting me. I'm a little bit of a chubby dude. My shirts don't have a chance when I get out out in these streets. Mm -hmm. Not a chance. Mm -hmm. I'll be trying to bring water up from the car to the second floor damn near passing out all you all you're doing is literally standing outside existing and you can feel that shit dripping down your back like for what for there's no reason right now in the suburbs of philly it should be like 100 degrees right now ain't no reason zero zero but that's you know the heat's the heat stay safe in the streets if you gotta hit a fire hydrant that's running water Go jump Man, in it. Man, I'll be hoping. I live in the hood in New York, and I'm just like, damn, are they going to open the bumpa today? <laughs> like, it <laughs> feels hot. That used, to, that used to be like uh, Christmas. You know, I was telling uh, my coworkers, I was like, yo, y'all ever had like a fire hydrant hope, uh, open on your block? And they're like, what the hell is that? Like, what is that? Why would they open a fire hydrant? Y'all don't like, fucking oh, know. Y'all don't get y'all it. Don't know. Oh, y'all don't know life, man. Y'all don't know life. Fuck a pool. Man, even driving, even driving around New York in the car, and I'm just like, oh, my car filthy. Oh, they got a pump open. Let me let me go slow. Let me go right. slow through the water. <laughs> it's perfect. Yeah. It's a it's a, it's, a, it's a little quick uh car wash. Perfect. Unless your window's open, which I've been there where <laughs> the window was slightly ajar and I get hit with fucking water as I'm driving. That is top 10 worst fucking feeling. Cause you're like, damn, Honestly, I'm really that dickhead. Depending how hot it is, I welcome that shit. You know yeah, saying? I would welcome that shit. Wet socks suck. Wet I socks. hate wet socks. I can't if Bro. I get my socks wet somewhere, I'm done. I'm going home or buying I, them socks. I can't be out. Vomit. I legit vomit if my socks are wet. Ew, to hear that. Oh my every God. time you the, walk. Sh- the smell when you take your shoes off too, because you know you was sweating. Said, mm. I'm telling you, if I'm out, my shoes get wet, I'm going home. Or I'm immediately going buying like ten dollars shoes from Walmart and some new socks. So like, it sounds like for you, wet socks is immediately no. Immediately no. No, I can't. And I can't not wear socks. Like I'm a person. I'm always wearing socks, no matter what. Well, immediately no. Let's talk about this like final topic that you decided that we were going to talk about this week because for me it's an immediate no, but. I'm going to support you and your endeavors, but I did not enjoy, I did not enjoy the research that you shared with me to get up to speed on ghosts. So, so as that was beautifully introduced, I have been on a bit of a bender, I'll call it that, of ghost content. I like, like, I used to always watch Ghost Hunters on Sci-Fi, Ghost Adventures with my dude, the Lord, Zach Baggins, Mr. Ghost, Mr. Ghost Hunter. Um, And I started sending the squads and TikToks, uh, an episode of Ghost Adventures where they went to Bobby Mackey's Music World. I think it was in Kentucky. It was in a Midwest state. I love ghost shit. I absolutely love ghost stories, people going on paranormal investigations, talking to like a spirit box, you know, those angles of the camera staring at a toy and then the toy just like gets smacked out of nowhere and ends up on its side. I love the feeling of being scared and ghosts are one of those things where there is evidence out that they could be a thing or there's this 
spiritual world. But then there's also like, there's no fucking ghosts. Like I haven't experienced anything. So for me, I've never personally experienced any ghost encounter. But my dad also said, the more you want it to happen, the less likely it will happen. So it's like, fuck. Because I tell Steph, hey, would you ever want to do like a paranormal investing like let's uh, an abandoned place and like i'm like hey if there's a spirit here like smack me in the face or like if there's a spirit here you will you will pussy say something like but then you have like did i open up a a a portal am i having some spooky shit get attached to me so for me i want to hear do y'all have some type of ghost story are y'all believers would you want to yo adjust north paranormal investigation? No. Um, you could you could be like no. the, you could be like the control that's in the truck like a mile away that you no, monitor the monitors you like you like yo B, there's a fucking orb right behind your head and then B turns around and there's like I don't know nah. a child giggling. For me, for me, it's like I said immediately. No, I don't need to be in no van no distance away i just don't need to be participating like that's really none of my business whatever you know whatever's going up in the house you know it's not it's just not my business i'm not gonna get involved i'm not gonna subject myself to that okay like i'm all set this is like i haven't seen this movie yet but it's on my list to go see jordan peele's nope and i think that that's that's the perfect uh explanation i feel like i i watch horror movies And every time I'm like, you know, this really wouldn't be a movie if they just decided to dip. Like immediately, no. Like no argument there. You literally people be a little too curious. You never see black or brown people in such precarious situations in these horror movies. You never do because why? Because they get there and they're like, oh nah. And they did. And that's it. And that's that's the motto I live by in my life. If I'm gonna go somewhere that's haunted, nah, I'm good. I'm all set. Are you scared of a ghost though? Are you scared of it? Cause sound I mean, like you're scared of it. Sound like you're scared. Well, I've never had a, a paranormal experience, nor would I like to, just based on you know things. Don't want to play the Ouija board. On the you can play the Ouija board. Nah, I'm all set. Out of here. Like I said, that's really none of my business. And like I said, I'm not a religious a, a religious person. Pero coño, eso no es de Dios. Okay, eso trae demonio, and I'm all set. I'm all set. Um, yo, so like. We, me, me and Rez, we have this uncle, right? He's such a sweetheart. He's such a sweetheart. He, uh, he used to, he was married to this lady and they lived in Jersey, right? And um, my uncle now lives with my aunt in Delaware. And uh, this lady that he was married to in Jersey, she was a, a bruja. And what? Oh, for, shit. For people, for people that oh, don't know, yeah. a bruja is a, is a witch that practices Yo, I forgot about black her. magic. Yeah, got me. Um, me. So I know I only know this because she's got my Y'all better watch but, out. <laughs> so my my paranormal experiences. Uh oh, when oh we got an experience. We, oh yeah, 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 bro. So when we were we already living in Jacksonville at the time. I was about like 17, 17 or 18, and Jax was basically in the path of, of at the time Hurricane Matthew. And um, my dad was like, no, nah, this hurricane's big as fuck. Like, let's just go up north. Like, let's just drive up north and, and spend the weekend up there just so we could dodge this hurricane. And we we're like, all right, bet. So we just ended up north. going to, uh, yeah, yeah. We just, we ended up just going just north, you know. 
but my dad used it as an excuse to go see his uh go see his siblings or whatever and my mom's always told me like yo you know if you're gonna go to your your tio eduardo's house um just be mindful that god Meng, she she has those candles around for a reason you know those candles like those those santeria candles that they have like the saints and all that on them or whatever yeah. they got like jesus christ painted on that dollar john's so, yeah. them dollar john's yeah so those are santeria candles so um <laughs> bro so i remember going with pops and it was just me and pops mom stayed mom stayed back with uh with the theater or whatever and i stayed in the car and pops was like yo come inside so you could say hi to your uncle i'm like i'm good and he was like no you're gonna come inside and i was like come on pop i don't feel like going in there and he was like you gotta say hi to your uncle because we leaving and i'm like oh. so ended up going inside bro i shit you not like i i knew like i knew something weird was going on in there because immediately as soon as i walked in i just i just got goosebumps and like, I just felt queasy the whole time. Like, I just felt like nauseous the whole entire time, the whole entire time. So I don't know if you, you I don't know if you been, threw up everywhere, dude. Bro, bro, bro. I, so my uncle's house is set up basically like you walk, it's in Jersey. So you walk up the, the stairs, he has like a little, a little room, like that you walk in as a front door. It's like a little porch room, like a sunroom. And then another set of stairs that leads into his living room that has the stairs and shit. And then in the right, back right, there's right. the kitchen, whatever, right? So, um, my dad, my uncle, my aunt were all sitting in the sunroom just talking, whatever. And they're talking about how my uncle saw my grandfather on the cameras. Mind you, at that time, my grandfather's already been passed away for a few years now. So he's saying that they felt like somebody rang the doorbell in the middle of the night, and it was a silhouette of my grandfather on the camera. And he had like the same figure, the same like all this whatever. And as they're saying that, bro, I literally, I'm just watching TV. I felt a hand go like this, just grab my leg. Like if somebody making a move on me. Bro, I told, bro. You think it was grandpa? That's what you're saying? No, I don't think it was grandpa. I just, I didn't know what it was. I was going to stick around and find out. I just got up and went to the car. What's your theory? You You think think it was, you think it was another spirit? Like also how, out of 10, how... Like, if I would have smacked the shit out of your leg, it'd be a 10, right? You would feel that shit. Out of 10, was how, like, was, how was, like, the pressure on your leg? Like a 7. It was, like, a 7. Dime! A 7? It was, like, Bro, a 7. I'd probably like piss like myself. If, if somebody went like that, like, literally let their hand fall on my leg. Yo, the further to the story you were getting, I don't know if you if you peep, the closer Flacco got to the camera. He was like, hold on. Flacco, like, closer. bro, what? He's like, he's like, he, it, it was like, it was like one of those things where like you driving in the car and you got to turn the music down so you could see better. He was just right. like, let me get closer so I could hear better. Shit. Yeah, so you felt a hand out of 10, a seven on your thigh. And you were a teenager, yeah. so it's not like you a young bull. Like you're not a no, like a, no. Like I'm like 19, like 18, 19. Oh, there. what? Yeah, bro. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I felt I felt that drawn, and I was like, nah, bro. I like literally got up. I went to the car and I waited for my dad there. And He's you know, I said I said bye to my I said bye to my uncle or whatever. And my uncle at the time wasn't a Christian man. He didn't he didn't uh you know go to church as much and whatnot. And he knew, like, he knew his wife was practicing all that stuff. And when he started going to church, like, she was just not about it. She was like, no, you're not going to go to church, blah, blah, blah. Like, it, it just messes up with my my work and whatnot. Like, she was deep, 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 deep into it. So he ends up leaving her or whatever. Long story short, 
ghosts are absolutely real. Uh, would I play around with them? Absolutely not. Would I play with a Ouija board? Absolutely not. Um, that that shit. I think we we get too curious sometimes with that stuff, and you have to kind of give it that respect. You know what I'm saying? Like, all right, cool. Like, yes, it's real, but I'm not gonna fuck with it. So call me dickhead number one. I, I want to fucking see some shit. Like I'm trying to be in a room. I I make a quick right with my head, and I'm I'm peeping at the demon from Insidious over there in the corner. Like I'm trying to feel that like full body, like like you know that full body feeling when you really scared. I'm trying I'm not to feel nowhere that with you. I'm not going like, I'm really, with or, you. Or or say we was like recording something, right? And then we play it back, and then we hear like another voice that we don't recognize, like trying to get in on the pod. I'll be like, uh, yo, I just, so the video, I just want tangible. The video proof. I sent you, the video I sent you for the Annabelle John, um, I'm watching that. John John's an hour long, mind you. So I'm watching it, right? And supposedly the whole Annabelle doll, like y'all know the Annabelle doll's real, right? Yeah. Okay, so the Annabelle doll is in this museum of like demonic figures basically like demonic and possessed figures like they have just a bunch of just toys or, or like items that are possessed and annabelle is the the most dangerous one out of all of them they have her encased in like this little box that has three crucifixes on it and like like another encasing of holy water on it so anytime they want to move her out of the box like the the person that's moving her has to say a prayer or like be be doused in like holy water or some shit mind you i'm watching this right and they're like explaining everything there's a part in the video where it goes it like they're about to take annabelle out of the case and they go okay um for anybody that's watching please say your prayer before this next segment or surround I yourself in holy you light that shit. i got it said, chills it said, bro it said surround yourself in holy light i pressed pause closed the app and fucking went and did something else i am not playing with that <laughs> but okay again i am on this ship very much alone right now solo dolo right now you're gonna die on that but, hill alone but say i do see something or experience something or i can differentiate between my own demons and some real demons right it would open up a whole box of other questions of well is there a medium world does that give validity to a, a heaven and hell is there a you know almost like an upside down of spirits what makes you a spirit what makes your spirit not pass on what are demons and their purpose why are you being chosen to get fucked with? there's so many questions my mind goes through and I just want to like, it's because my dad always has ghost stories out the ass. Like back in Mexico, he's from like a rural town in the middle of fucking nowhere. It's like an hour and a half to an actual city town. And he tells me all these ghost stories of growing up, you know, on the sugarcane fields and with his homies. And I'm like sitting there like, like, give me some here, dog. Like, give me some. <laughs> like, I want a little taste of something. Like, a, a voice saying, yo, dickhead, turn around. Or, like, you know, I'm going to mix your shit in. Or, like, someone's recording me, and I talk shit to a ghost, and then you see my body get, like, uppercutted. And, like, everybody like, oh, shit. So it, you shouldn't have talked shit. That Why shit you need a ghost real. to do that? Let me do that. <laughs> I need a ghost. 
to do it. I just need it. So to any ghosts potentially on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, TikTok, Twitter, Instagram, feel free to come on to the show. Nah. I, nah. Nah. Speak through me. Nah. You're gonna see my face change, right? I'm not gonna be goofy me. And I'm gonna be like, and I'm gonna be like immediately no and end the Zoom meeting. So it's at AC Flacco with a K. <laughs> Y'all about to cut him. Goes... Yo, cut his mic. Yo, cut his mic. <laughs> <laughs> you can slide into my DMs, do a Before spooky you DM. You That's wild. what I'm saying. You tripping. Wow. Yo, you man, you want you want to be in a horror movie so bad, bro. I do. Go ahead. Go ahead I and really leave me out of it. Do. It'd be, it'd be people but I'm not doing that shit alone. I need somebody to talk round. shit with while I'm doing it. Go ahead. That's why that's why you got stuff, right? That's your life partner. Yeah, but she probably not. She'd be like, I'll wait in the car. Yeah, because she's smart. Shout out to Steph on her birthday. Happy birthday. You hey, smart. One time. You was smart, you was One kind, time. and you was important. Okay. One time for the queen. I shout, I shout out Brenda because her birthday tomorrow. One time for the one time to the our leader. Hey, shout, shout out Marlo. Her birthday in December. Shout out. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm shout out to birthdays. Make it special. It's a birthday. Yo, I'm tired. I, 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 like, I don't even got the words. Like, I don't even want to talk to Flacco no more. He's <laughs> making me mad today. It's just like the way that he's like trying to speak for everybody on this podcast. Like, just just leave. Just, just leave. hold up. I'm going I'm to I'm I'm go live on Instagram one day. You're going to see a black screen. I'm not going to say nothing. You know what? I'm going to see you on live and I'm not going <laughs> to tap in. And then I'm going to be like, yo, what's up? Welcome to your boy Ghost Hunting. I'm out in these streets for real. We're gonna drop a little handle saying we have y'all seen just North have y'all seen the, 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 the clip of Demi doing a live concert for Ghost Talk of Us? I'm, oh, I'm trying to be right standing ovation. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm trying, I'm trying to rap battle with Ghost then. We could do like a verse John. We could do a verse John. I know there's no. gotta be some ghosts that battle. can spit something. Gotta be. Gotta I be. Want, I don't want to talk to you no more today. Run a game of 2K or something. No. I'm free. I'm good. Oh, no. I'm good. On that note, um, we're going to have to end this episode because I'm like, I'm all giggly and shit because I, I really don't want to talk to Flacco no more. I don't want to talk about ghosts no more. I already told you. Like, I'm all set. I'm all set. I'm good. Brian over there cheesing like I can't even look at him. I'm okay though. I will open. I will say this. If, if anyone listening has had a ghost story and you sticking by that and standing by it, I would love to hear it. I would only only Flacco would love to hear. Yes, it. only me. No, but I, I, I would love. I would love to hear it too. I just don't want to perform anything. Like don't don't ask me to do a Ouija board shit. Don't don't ask me to do none of that. I'll do no, like a three minute stand up set for a ghost. Like whatever the ghost needs, I got it. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> like you know I'm saying? Ouija board, stand up comedy, a game of 2K. Have you ever done a Ouija board before? Hell yeah, I have. You fucking wild. <laughs> Just in the episode here, bro. <laughs> I also was the asshole that would move it and lie and say I wasn't moving it. That was That's also not asshole. surprising. It's yeah, all brand I'm, for me. Nah, it's not surprising. I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised. You're just going like way too hard for it. So that's why I believe <laughs> yeah. it. You know? So they pussy. Oh, all right. Nah, this the type of this it, the type of shit that if like, they ain't about it, then they ain't about it. You know what I'm saying? 
All right, that's fine with me. Shit. <laughs> shit. I mean, I'm good. <laughs> You're not lying, bro. <laughs> Yo, Flocka, Flocka, the type of person to be like, I believe in this and I believe in this so hard and I'm mad that you don't believe in it. So I'm going to move the fucking Ouija board so you believe in it. You're yeah, going to be here no, with me on this straight journey. Up. Straight <laughs> up. You're going to be with me whether you agreed or not. We, we with it. We with it. So this has been season three, episode two of Just North. Flacco got to go do his research. He about to go fuck around with some ghosts today. And none of that is my business. So don't don't fill me in. I'm all set. We don't get a new uh, a new third person on this podcast. Whenever Flacco gets bent backwards by a ghost, we'll we'll find another replacement. (laughs) Nah, Flacco's going to show up and it's not going to be him. It's going to be like that episode of of, uh, the Boondocks. Where you get possessed. You know what I'm saying? That's funny as shit, yeah. It's not, it's not going to be a nigga moment, though. It's going to be a ghost moment. It's, it's going to play out just like that parking lot scene. It's just like, you was talking all that good shit a minute ago. Now look at you. Got kicked in your chest. Nah, I'm all set. Show. Excellent show. It's been real, y'all. Thank you for listening to season three, episode two. Appreciate y'all. North. We'll be back next week. Honestly, hopefully we don't have to bully Flacco again next week. Maybe we'll shift because this is two weeks in a row that Flacco just had not a not a he's just not it. Last week was me. Last week was me. I'm standing on my this shit. This week was Flacco. I stand on my shit. We know. Res getting cooked next week. Y'all tune in. Nah, I don't be wild like that, so it's not gonna be me. <laughs> Stay tuned for next week's episode. We out. <laughs>